Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. As we always do on a Thursday, you'll feel better getting those frustrations off your chest with our frustrated little things. Jen, she's frustrated that her kid getting angry at her for putting kiwi fruit on his tomato and ham sandwich. However, the kiwi fruit wasn't kiwi fruit. It was a tomato seed, and he did not believe her. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, who puts kiwi fruit on a sandwich, you weirdo? I thought the same thing when I read it. I was like, Jen, do you need me to report you to docs? Yeah. Because that's that's child cruelty yeah, there. Ham, tomato, and kiwi. Mm-mm-mm. But lot. no. Um, Jen, love that. Thank you very much. Lots of people whinging about cars and roads. Ugh. I kind of started that, though. My frustrating little thing. Oh, I saw that going into Woolies. Yeah, when you're coming off that Scotts Road, Peel Street roundabout yeah. there where Red Rooster and Hungry Jacks is, mm-hmm. the car you're in the left-hand lane, the car's in the right lane, and obviously needs to get into Woolworths. They just in front fang of it across in front of you, nearly, you know, you, yeah. you smash their the rear end. They go car park, Pow! though, that Woolies one. Like, it's the best It's the best Woolworths. Like, it's the best place to shop. Yeah. But, like, the line to get in there, because there's one entrance point, yeah. and people just do not know how to drive there. No. Nah. Like, why are you just sitting there in the first lane? Go to another lane. Look, you're new to Tamworth. I'm sure you probably picked, this, picked up on this already in your sort of, you know, four or five months you've lived here now. All the car parks in Tamworth suck. Oh, they really They're do. They're all terrible, except the caveat to that is the new Audi car park. That's nah, okay. No, nah, because you know what? Like, when you're driving oh, down yeah. Peel Street to, yeah. like, go into town mm-hmm. and, like, people just stop. Like, they don't let you know that they're going into Audi, so they'll just stop and then indicate. And I'm yeah. like... Just give warning. Like, there's nothing wrong with indicating so you can allow me to know that you're turning into there. I'll blame that more on the driver, not the car park. No, the car park's the good, car though. The car park I mean, design's I okay. I've only been to that Audi once. Okay. Because I get anxiety. Okay. When, like, I have to pack my own bag like that, like okay. that quick. Um, yeah, it is a bit of a game. I see yeah. where you're coming from. And, and, and Tamworth Shopping World car park's okay as well. Yeah, that's easy. That's all right. But the rest of them, poop. Yeah, poop, poop. Whoever, I don't know, maybe it was... Should we blame the council? Where's Russell? <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it was Apprentice Town Planning Day every time that they had to design a car yeah, park there. Yeah, they're using the youth council to, the... to do that. <laughs> no, youth, we love the youth council. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the, it was a, the, the, the apprentices yeah, for car park design. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, you have you got any frustrating? That's my frustrating little yeah, thing. My What's most yours? Frustrating thing would be the lack of stores here. Okay. Like clothing stores, like yeah. you know. And I was saying earlier on on air that like I, brick and mortar stores. Yeah, because yeah. I order so much online, which I'm going on a strike. I'm not yeah. ordering online. And I'm going to save my money. Um, but I keep getting deliveries, and they're the wrong sizes, yeah. or like there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And it's such a pain to return. See, it's the old chicken and the egg scenario because yeah. now that you've bought so much stuff online that the retailers aren't going to open any brick and mortar stores here because you've supported them through all the online shopping. But oh, now you need them. I didn't think about that. So, see? I'm doing it to myself. Yeah. Frustrating little things on our Facebook page. <laughs> Sorry if I was a bit harsh there. Sorry. No, I'm really see? living in regret now. <laughs> a bit blunt today, I am, aren't I? Here's some of the well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Here's some of the well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Look, hopefully you're having a better morning than myself. Olivia sent me a text message last night saying she was feeling a little bit unwell, so she wouldn't be in this morning. So I'd uh, have to 
pop in and help out doing the news in the morning, which is all good. So I got up nice and early, earlier than normal this morning. Got up at 4 a.m., toddled into work here, ready to crack on with the day. You know, do the news for a little bit and then start prepping for the show and writing out all the bad jokes that I tell you up till 9 o'clock. I get to the door at the radio station ready to get on with my big busy day. I reach into my wallet where I usually keep my keys to get into the building and... For the first time ever, my keys... Not anywhere to be found. Couldn't get into the building. Keys aren't there. Rummage through my bag, they're not there. Rummage through the car, they're not there. I thought, you know what? The next staff member to get here gets here at about 5.30. I was here at about quarter past four. So I thought, eh, it's probably easier if I just head home, I think, and see if I've maybe left the key there. So I I drove back to my place, rummaged through my pants from yesterday, rummaged through the whole house as best as I could at quarter past four without making too much noise to wake up the other half. Couldn't find my key there. So I thought, you know what, I'll just go back to work and just wait till 5.30 for our staff member to arrive. I get to work, I thought, you know what, I'll call him, I'll wake him up, I'll be a bit of a pain in the butt, but I'll see if they can get here a bit earlier. I reach into my phone to pull it out, to dial the phone number for the staff member to come in early to wake me up, and... I got no credit. Of course I don't. So that's my morning. Hope yours is going better. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. While I was away on, on, on holidays last week, I went down to Sydney and checked it all out, all the sights and sounds. And I don't know if you know this, but there's a giant bridge down there as well, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It's mammoth. And I thought, you know what, I might climb that thing. I'm not the greatest with heights. So it was going to always be fascinating to see how I went with uh, with climbing this one. I mean, I did a broadcast a couple of years ago from the top of an 11-meter-high scissor lift. So um, if I wasn't great at 11 meters, I don't know how I was going to go at 147 meters, which is the official height all the way up there to the top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. But you know what? I did it. I got a certificate for it. I got photos at the top. I'm very proud of my accomplishments. But one interesting part of doing the bridge climb, if you haven't done it, is I wander you out onto this catwalk thing to start with. It runs under the bridge. So you're walking under it to start with. And it's basically a, a, a timber platform that you walk along for probably about 70 metres or so, and you're probably, I don't know, 50, 60 metres up in the air at that stage where pedestrians look like little tiny dots and cars, little tiny cubes driving under you. And that's quite nerve-wracking, that section of it. But, you know, Cooper, who was my climb manager on the day, he's he's sprouting off all these exciting facts about how many rivets hold the bridge together. And this kind of didn't help with my anxiety all that much, but he was telling me how many people died while the bridge was being built and everything else about it. So it kind of calmed me down until I got to the end of the catwalk, that section of the heights over and done with. And then the anxiety really kicked in when there's a ladder that you have to climb. <sighs> Here we go. So I've, I've scaled the, the ladder. It's probably 12, 13 meters I've climbed that, I'm feeling very happy with myself until I turn around and guess what? There's another blooming ladder I have to climb. Great. 
I've done it once, I'll do it again. So I climbed that ladder probably another 12, 13 meters on that one as well. I'm climbing up it. The heart's starting to race. I'm starting to get quite sweaty, quite hot. It's a very thick sort of jumpsuit they put you in. And you've got a harness that probably weighs five or six kilos strapped to you as well. So I've done another ladder. I've gotten to the top of that. I'm feeling very happy. Surely I'm at the top of the bridge now. No, guess what? Another ladder. <sighs> Great. So I scale that ladder. I'm climbing it. I've got to the top of that. Surely that's the end. Surely by now I'm at the top of Sydney. Surely I'm done. Surely I'm looking out and I'll be able to see the magical, stunning, spectacular harbour. Nope. Nope. Another ladder. So I climbed that at probably another 12, 13 meters. I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I'm gross by that stage. I've got sweat teeming down my face while the, by the time I've gotten to the top of that ladder. And there's Cooper, the climb manager at the top, waiting for me. I'm sweating, I'm perspiring. It's gross, it's hot by this stage. I'm disgusting. And then, you know what Cooper says to me by the time I've gotten to the top of that ladder? Well done, you made it to the top. Now, do you want a photograph? Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Men not being able to make the bed, that must be <laughs> a like a male thing. It I has imagine. to be. Because I get told off all the time that I can't make the bed properly and I suck at it. And I think, uh, remember as a kid growing up, I think I had the same feedback all the time from my mum and dad and nan and all of that. that my I don't remember. Oh, I'm going to have to send a message to my mum and be like, did I make the bed as a kid? <laughs> Bet you I it was feel no. Like I, I feel like I didn't. Mum was a clean freak. Yeah, okay. Maybe you did um, So, and even if you did it, it was wrong anyway. So. Yeah. Me being the science nerd that I am, or just being a general nerd as I am, <laughs> I found out um, that apparently making the bed is worse for bed bugs because it traps the warm air in by making it and the bed bugs and all that breed. Sorry, can't make the bed. Don't want bed bugs. So I told my parents that. It didn't work. They were just like, what a hopeless excuse that is. Make the bed. Yeah. The 90s, yeah. Bed bugs didn't exist in the 90s. Smart ass JB <laughs> talking back to the parents in the 90s. Speaking of so. you being a nerd, mm. whilst you were away last week, it was really quiet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was still loud, but it was like not JB loud. Yes, yeah, of course. So I've walked out to the office where everyone was one day and I'm just like, something nerdy about radio. And then I've just thrown my head back and laughed really loudly and walked off because that is exactly what you did. <laughs> and I left my water bottle out for good measure because JB's always leaving his water bottle <laughs> I was everywhere. wondering what... I was wondering that on Monday morning why there were so many random empty water bottles and coffee cups lying around on every table yeah. around the office. I was just making so, up you for go. you not being here. Sensational. There you go. Hey? <laughs> I mean, that's good, but not, not quite as good as having me back, yeah? I don't know. I kind of like the quiet. Uh. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. And Beauty and the Geek back on Channel 9, Sunday night from 7 o'clock. The host, Sophie Monk, how are you? Good, how are you going? Yeah, really well. Always great to have a chat with you, Sophie. And since oh, we thanks. since we last spoke, you got hitched. You got married. Oh, I think you said hitch. I was like, no. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. How crazy is that? Yeah, good on you. Finally. 
I've got a ball and chain, as they say. <laughs> Is that what people say? <laughs> I, I, I think so. Um, how, yeah. how, how's it been? Good? Yeah, really good. Yeah, I can't whinge, that's for sure. <laughs> and this show is so good as well. Yeah. So I've watched up to like episode six and it's so beautiful. That's, I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's good because you're, you're engaged now. You're, well, you're married now. You moved on past the engagement phase. You're, you're now married. So yeah. th- did that give you a bit of a different perspective when you're hosting Beauty and the Geek? Not really. No? <laughs> I guess because I, I just care about people anyway. Yeah, yeah. And they, they're just, they're coming so vulnerable. Yeah. I think that's where you get the comedy side of it. It's just the honesty and everything. And then, yeah, so you just get, naturally feel nurturing towards them all. Yeah. They're just, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing season. Yeah, I love it. It's always great fun to watch this show. Who do you lean more towards, the, 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 the girls or the, the geeks? Well, you know what? This year it's 50 50. Like, even the beauties are growing. Like, it gets very deep in some bits that I haven't seen on a show for ages. So, I can't say. I love both of them. Yeah, okay. Fair mm. enough. Any of the geeks capture your heart on the show? Oh, yeah. All Look, of I'm them. crying all the time. I think I even cried through their audition tapes. You know, so, <laughs> you know, I was probably a bit hormonal at the time as well, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a loved up part we were just talking about yeah. before, you see. That's why. Um, oh, maybe, yeah. How was it? Was it was it filmed all here in Australia or did you get to go on an overseas junket to do this one? No, no, it's all in um, Australia. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah no. it's all in Sydney. And and good good filming schedule? Oh, yeah, it's great. It's usually in the day or like they have a party at yeah. night, but it's usually early. So, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing schedule. Fantastic. Do you get much of an input into, um, you know, what the, the girls and the geeks get to do on the show or do you just come in and host it? Yeah, I do. Like, I come up with a, like, a, I came up with, like, a stunts challenge, like, where they have to do stunts, which is hilarious. And, yeah, I come up with a few of them. No, that's good. Phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Got to love that. You get to, you get to, um, what what do they call it? The, the, the dating... Um, I can't remember the name for it now. The like the the dating planner, you almost yeah. get to be. There I'm you go. I'm almost like the dating guru. It's like <laughs> I don't know how I became this in my career. <laughs> it's like someone that's been unlucky in love and got married so late. Yeah, somehow I'm on all these love shows, which is so nice. Though. <laughs> it's good. We could get what what was the old the old show where you used to um they used to match up the the the, the guys and the girls in, in like a game show format oh, could get you hosting match. yeah perfect match there yeah, you go yeah that, see yep, that'll be my next one <laughs> I should be a casting agent now and you can yeah. do all the the dating shows and there we go that's that's yeah. how I'm you I, I look I don't think you need any more feathers in your cap though I mean you've done everything now you've done you've done TV shows you've been in movies you've been in US TV shows you've done radio you've done it all. Yeah, yeah, averagely, but I have done it all. <laughs> you know, I like, I like to try different stuff. It's fun. What's your What's your favourite thing to do out of all of those? Oh, I couldn't say. I've got ADD, so I get bored very quickly. Yeah. So I loved movies for a minute, and then you realise the hours, yeah. and you're just in the same outfit. I think for me, like Beauty and the Geek style, because it's got such comedy in it. Yeah. And then you're, you're in tears. It's got so much heart. Like, yeah, that'd be up there. Nah, I love it. Yeah. Hey, Soph, really looking forward to watching The Beauty and the Geek. It's back again 7 o'clock on Sunday night. I know how busy and hectic your schedule is this morning, so thank you so much for taking time out to have a chat oh, with no. me. Oh, thank you. 
no dramas at all. An absolute pleasure. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. Okay, cool. Thank you, Dave. Bye-bye. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Have a morning aim. Morning. That's kind of a really good song to come out of for what we're about to talk about. Oh, yeah. Ten Things I Hate. Maybe not about you. Yeah. Um... We won't ask James what he hates about you. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do it. I had to do it. Well done. (laughs) Wondering where you're going with that one. Um, Have you got any frustrating things? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, It was Thursday, driving in this morning. Nothing happened on the road this morning, surprisingly. Wow, okay. But I was sitting there thinking about This is 100% first world problem. Yeah. They're the best ones, though. Yeah. Frustrating things, yeah. So, Monday, I fill my car up. It's 100 bucks. And you get in. Yeah. And you were just... Glossing over that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get in, you check your fuel, you know, fuel economy usage thing, yeah. how long it's going to get you. It's like, yeah, 840Ks. I'm like, cool. It's not 840Ks. Nah. This morning I check it, I've got about a quarter of a tank left. Yeah. And it's like 170Ks to empty. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, so you're saying you haven't used up 600Ks. No, eight, it will, my frustrating thing is it tells you when you yeah. fill it up it's 840Ks, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. I'm like, don't you tell me that. Don't you give me false hope <laughs> that I'm going to go through the whole entire week and get to work. Can, do, you, do you know what I mean? Is there a mechanic out there? I get, I get, I get you frustrated. I'm just going to change the topic slightly, but not. Um... If there's any mechanics out there that can answer this one, the the um, the fuel economy usage range, thing in our range, car, yeah, the range, it, yeah. um, in our work car, that changes. Yeah. I feel is that is that how does it change? I don't know, Dad, are you listening? Yeah, Amy's dad, ring us for car (laughs) advice or anyone else out there. He told me to stop using my heated seats because it's making the alternator work more, which is using more fuel apparently. Yeah, no. I have not stopped using my heated seats. That's why I got the car. And that and the sunroof. Uh, The sunroof. (laughs) And you don't drive a Beamer. Um, Yeah, because our our car, we obviously I fuel it up until the thing clicks. So you're putting in the same amount of diesel every time. Yeah. But sometimes I hop in and it says, you know, you've got 712 till empty. And then other times it'll be 650. I've had uh, and you've not seven, driven it yet. Seven sixty. No, just hop in, turn the ignition on. Right, sometimes cars not don't know all what the time, but it just changes sometimes. I'm like, why is that the 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 thickness of the diesel I'm putting in is <laughs> stuffing with your computer? Is it? I don't. Uh, mechanic, please answer six seven six double two nine nine. I read a thing. Apparently, if you put your fuel mm. in your car in the morning when it's cold, there's less vapors. Ah. Um, and if you yeah. don't. Do the fast clicky thing. If yeah. you do it slowly, yeah. there's, I guess, less vapours and you get more fuel. Uh, okay. I don't know how true that is. This is getting kind of into that late night radio Probably. theory territory, isn't it? <laughs> is it, it just again? conspiracy day yeah. today? Conspiracy <laughs> day. Uh, we must commend Dave for writing in. Yes, so we're yes. talking about how the range thing in your car with your fuel... Is never the same. It's never the same. So you top it up with the same amount of petrol into your tank and sometimes the range will say you've got like 700 k's till empty and then other times it'll be 650, 750, you know, 800, all over the shop. No, doesn't know. Totally inconsistent. Um, Dave wrote in after the show, thanks Dave, he said, the range is calculated on the current usage when you fill up. So if you're doing 7 litres per 100 Ks, 
when you fill up, then the range left will be higher than if you fill up when your average usage is nine litres per 100 kilometres, for example. I was going to say nine litres per 100 k's. That sounds a bit more better for what you for the station car. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you're not getting seven, seven. <laughs> what is it? 100 k's to seven litres? No, like, nah, nah, not in that. <laughs> So, I might get that in the Subaru. <laughs> probably not, though. <laughs> yeah, you do your um your little green buzz box. With what you get two liters for a hundred k's in that thing, wouldn't you? Uh I think it's, it's I think it's four from memory. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Um, but so, it's got a smaller tank. Yeah, well, so yeah. at the end of the day, it's not really that much cheaper because mm. I'm filling the tank up more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's why I've just ah, uh, it's cold. I'm gonna stick with the Subaru. I've got my heated seats. Turn the heated seats off, though, so you can get a little bit more according range to, on there. According to my dad. Hey. I don't think it's working, though, Dad. Dave, Second mention for Dave, the week. Can, can you clarify that for us, Dave? Yeah. Does turning the heated seats off actually work? <laughs> so, and if Dave says no, then, you know, you can flip a coin on whose advice you take, Ames. Yeah. But if he says yes, My dad's been a mechanic since he was, like, I don't know, 20. Yeah. He's now 60. Yeah. So, he'd so. know. <laughs> All right, well, I anyone would hope. Nods, it's Ames dad, are you dad. listening? Have you got... Our station on at your new job. Surely he does. Surely. He's listening to us loudly to win tickets to Crowdies. Hey. Hey. I could rock up. Oh, <laughs> it's a long drive. It is a long with drive. With the fuel price at I'll the just... moment, I'd rather not. You're on your <laughs> own there, Ames. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. 